This is Michael Camella, the principal at Nathaniel Green Middle School in Providence, Rhode Island. I'd like to welcome you to the 721, the podcast for Nathaniel Green Middle School. This week, quarter one ended on Tuesday, November 12th. So uh, students were busy getting their work in, making sure that everything was in on time so that teachers could have some time to correct their work and get their grades posted. Grades will be posted next week uh, by Tuesday the 19th. You'll be able to access Skyward to check your students' grades. We also have, or had rather this week, a No Bully event for parents on Tuesday evening where parents came out to hear about our No Bully program at Nathaniel Green, ask some questions, and get further information about supporting their students, their children, um, to uh, not respond to bullying, not become bullies. So it was a really great event, and we got a lot of information out, uh, very successful. Our boys' soccer team finished the regular season undefeated. They will begin the playoffs on Monday, November 18th. So we're looking forward to supporting them. Our girls had a great season. Uh, they were a young team. Unfortunately, they won't be in the playoffs this year, but they had a, uh, a exciting regular season finale where they finished um, the regular uh, the game 0-0, but lost in a shootout, one nothing. So we want to congratulate them and Ms. Burke, their coach. And also congratulate Mr. Robichaud, who's leading our boys into the playoffs to defend the cup. They were, our cha they were champions last year as well. So speaking of Ms. Burke, Ms. Burke uh, is a grade six ESL English teacher here at Nathaniel Green Middle School. And she is the person we are interviewing for this week's podcast. So please give a listen to learn a little bit about Ms. Burke. Take care. This week, we are here with Miss Molly Burke, who is a teacher brand new to our Nathaniel Green community. Um, I don't know much about you, Molly, so I'm hoping to, to learn a lot. First question, what is your role here at Nathaniel Green? Um, I teach sixth grade ESL English. And how long have you been in education? Um, this is my second year in education, but my first year in middle school. Um, last year was my first year, and I was teaching elementary. Where were you last year? I long-termed half the year at Kennedy um, Elementary School in Providence. Okay. And then I was also at William DeBate in fifth grade for both. So what are your thoughts about middle? I absolutely love it. I like having different kids every period and moving around um, and not being confined to one class. So do you, do you see yourself in the future sticking with middle or? Yeah, I honestly think I'm going to go back to school to get my middle school endorsement for sixth, seventh, and eighth because I like the structure better of middle school compared to elementary. Don't get me wrong, I love elementary, but middle school is definitely more equipped for me, yeah. I have a similar experience. That happened to me, too. I was elementary, and I still am elementary certified. I was subbing elementary, third grade. I was like, perfect grade, right? They're not too young. They're not too old. And then I started working at a middle school in a different town. And then from there on, it was, it was okay. I need to be in middle school. I need to get my endorsement. Mm -hmm. um, so that was my path as well. Why did you decide to become a teacher in the first place? My mom has actually been teaching in Warwick as an elementary teacher for the last 30 years. Wow. She only has two more years left. So she was really the one that got me into becoming a teacher. 
she would bring me home like her old supplies from her school and like let me teach my sisters who are a year younger than me. So I always wanted to be a teacher or a hairdresser, but I assume that like as I got older, teaching <laughs> is a little bit more realistic. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's why I wanted to become a teacher. Did your sisters become teachers too? Actually, my sister Morgan, she is in school to be a PE and adaptive health teacher oh, wow. at Rick. Nice. What do you find so far the best part of being an educator in middle school? I honestly love connecting with the students the most. I feel like that goes a lot further than the academic stuff. Obviously, it's important too, but understanding who's sitting in front of you is more important to me than what score they got on a test. Do you have any strategies that you've used in the couple months you've been here in terms of building those relationships? Because I, I see it in the hallway in the cafeteria, and I think today you had a pizza party for kids, and they yeah. were all excited about it. So what do you use? What, um, are, what are some strategies? I do more positive incentives and like positive reinforcement than right. focusing on the negatives because, I don't know, that just doesn't work for me. So I do like Burke Bucks, so if they do something academic and, and – um, like if they finish a project, if they finish like a power focus area and they pass it, then I give them Burke Bucks for a certain amount. If they show up to class on time and with their stuff, they also get them. And if they participate in class, they also get them. So it's a way of them like having money for the classroom. And what do they do with the bucks that they earn? So they can have lunch with me. They can Is that pay what today was? That was actually just for um, the kids that finished their homework all Great. quarter and didn't miss one day. Uh, they even have homework on Fridays, so the kids that actually did it obviously deserve something extra. Yeah, but every day I do have a bunch of kids with me during lunch. Um, I don't really like giving lunch attentions, but if they don't do their homework, they just come up and read with me. Um, but, I yeah, I do a lot of positive stuff in the classroom. That's great to hear. I always found it helpful uh, when I was in the classroom. And I, again, I taught sixth grade. I did similar things to you in terms of your, your reward system. But I always found that I built such better relationships when I was catching kids doing the right thing mm -hmm. instead of constantly on them for doing the wrong thing. Yeah. And that's been, uh, and that's been my strategy that, that I found help works for me in, in any role that I've been in. How about your favorite memory growing up? You mentioned playing... Uh, teacher with your mom's <laughs> materials. Any other favorite memories you have from growing up? Um, I grew up playing a lot of sports. Like, my family is, like, very into sports and, like, athletics. So I grew up playing soccer, basketball, volleyball. I ran cross-country and track so and um, did softball, although I didn't really like softball. But uh, one of my favorite memories is we actually went to the wide world of sports in Florida with oh, my yeah. t travel team for soccer. And we actually played for a week in the summer. It was really hot, but we got to go to Disneyland and everything when I was like 11. So that was fun. I will never forget that. See, I didn't realize you played a lot of sports growing up. I know you coach our yeah. girls soccer team. Yeah. How's that going? That was a new experience. I've never been on the coaching side of it. I've only been like a player, so I never really had to think about like, oh, I need to sub these players in or how much time's left in the game. I was always just playing. So my my coach would always have to deal with that stuff. So I just always showed up and played. But I got in the hang of it by the, by the end of the season for sure. But it was definitely an adjustment. Are you finding yourself 
uh, having better relationships with the students yeah after for being sure that coach yeah and a lot of the kids on the team I don't have in class so it's nice like getting to know kids outside right. of my classroom sure. and building that relationship with them outside and being like oh how are you doing in class and because mm -hmm. a lot of it has to do with school like if they aren't doing well in school they obviously can't participate in soccer for sure so are you you said your mother works in warwick are you from warwick no i, I grew up in east greenwich um but i am originally from south korea i was adopted when i was okay. seven months old so oh wow yeah so in east greenwich then do you have a favorite restaurant you go to? I know there are a lot I in don't, that area. Yeah, I don't really go out to eat in East Greenwich because I don't like running into a lot of people. Okay. So. Right, fair <laughs> enough. So I like going to like Federal Hill. Okay. Um, so do you have? So what would be your my go favorite go-to place to go? My go-to place. No matter the town. No matter the town. Um, I like Pane Avino on Federal Hill. And I go there and with my what sister. And what do you get when you go I there? usually get eggplant parm. Like, I'm a sucker for, like, eggplant parm. I don't know. That's I usually get that at every Italian restaurant I go to. <laughs> Chicken parm for me. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't do eggplant too much. My father tricked me one time. Yeah. Because I was a picky eater growing up, and he told me it was a meatball parm, <laughs> and I ate it, and it was fine. I was alive. I didn't, I didn't think anything of it. And then afterwards, he told me that it was eggplant parm. Yeah. And then from that point on, I never touched eggplant palm. Even now, I, I don't touch it. Same thing with pumpernickel bread for me. My mom told me it was chocolate bread <laughs> until I tried it. It didn't taste like chocolate. Now I can't, now I can't eat it. So, yeah, it's similar-ish. How about a favorite movie? Um, my favorite movie, I've probably seen it like 11 times, is Remember the Titans. Oh, it's a great one. Yeah, it's a classic. It's I watch Disney it Plus all the now. time. Oh, I don't have Disney Plus. I just got it for my for my daughter. It's on there. I'm gonna have to watch it again. It's so good. Yeah, it's always on ABC. Yeah, so I constantly watch it. That's a good one. And then there was another similar movie. I don't know if Disney did it. It was about um, basketball teams instead of football. I don't remember what the name of it was. Coach Carter. Coach Carter. Coach Carter is really good. Yeah. There's a lot of great music in Remember the Titans. Do you have a favorite genre of music you like to listen to? Um, I like old school R&B, not really the new stuff, like the old stuff. So how old are we talking? <laughs> I mean, not really old, <laughs> but old Usher and old Chris Brown, like not their new stuff, just like the older stuff. Yeah. I'm not that old, but that's <laughs> I feel a little, a little sad that that's old school now. <laughs> but yeah, compared to his new stuff, that's definitely old. <laughs> if you say so, Molly. <laughs> So now you're in the you're in the auditorium with me. We got a room full of kids or adults you mm -hmm. can pick. And I, I have to go run and do something else and I hand you the mic and I say, I need you to cover for me for thirty <laughs> minutes. I don't care what you talk about. Yep. What do you talk about? Um, honestly I lecture my kids on this all the time, so I'll probably talk about uh the long term effects of bullying and how it's easier to be nice to someone than to be mean and get yourself in trouble. I feel like I'm constantly like talking to them about that. Um, I don't know. I see it in the hallways. I see it in the school. I see it in the classroom and there's like big problem with bullying. Yeah. It's a challenge at this age for sure. Yeah. It's about, um, so it could be like about small things and it could be about like big things. And I don't allow that at all in my class. If I hear it, then I just pull them aside and have to 
talk to them. So it's just, that's probably what I would talk about. And it helps that you've built those relationships with the kids already. So Mm -hmm. I think if students feel that they're being bullied, uh, they have an easier time coming to you to let you know. Yeah. Um, So that helps for sure because we have a big building and and there's a limited amount of of support staff that, that work on that stuff. So it helps when teachers have that great of a relationship with kids. And let's fast forward a bit. June 2020. It's the end of the year, last day, whenever that is. Mm -hmm. What five words do you want the kids to use to describe your classroom? Um, I would say I came up with uh, safe, nurturing, positive, and full of like academic success. So I want them to like feel like they've actually achieved something by the end of the year. And even when they go to be like seventh and eighth graders, they want them to still like have a place to come to if they need me. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So thank you for taking the time on this Friday afternoon when you could be heading out. (laughs) Do you have any last words you want to leave us with before we we sign off here? No, I think I'm all set. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Molly. All right. Thank you. Hello again, everybody. We hope you enjoyed hearing about Miss Burke and getting to know her a little bit better. Um, This week at Nathaniel Green Middle School, our boys' soccer team defends the title, defends their cup. They they were winners last year, um, and they enter the playoffs this year. They'll be playing Monday evening. Um, Also on Wednesday, we have a junior achievement uh, trip for our eighth grade students. They'll be going to the convention center and participating in an event sponsored by Junior Achievement to learn about careers post high school and college. We also have our Parent Cafe on Wednesday, November 20th from 8 to 9 a.m. We had a very successful first Parent Cafe in October. We want to follow up with a very strong one. So we hope we get a lot of parents out. We will be visiting some classrooms during that time as well. So we hope to see you all there on Wednesday, the 20th from 8 to 9 a.m. Also, report cards will be going home with your students on Wednesday the 20th. So please check with your students to check the report card. The grades will be live on Skyward on Tuesday the 19th. So you can get a head start, log into Skyward, and check in on your students' quarter one grades on November 19th. And this is all in preparation for parent-teacher conferences, which take place on Thursday, November 21st, from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m., and on Friday, November 22nd, from 1.05 to 2.35 p.m., you only have to come one time. Um, so we hope you can come out, speak with your child's teachers if you have any questions or concerns. You can hear about their work in the class. Um, we do get a large response to this, which we are grateful for. Uh, so we ask for everyone's patience um, as they wait to see their child's teacher. Um, so we're looking forward to seeing everybody this week. We have a lot going on, as we usually do here at the school. We hope you all have a great week. Thanks.